back, back, back again, bitch. Back, 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 back again. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Homo in Training. My name is Jay Daye, and I am one of two hosts on this podcast. The Homo in Training podcast is bite-sized entertainment that focuses on introspective conversations with two queer Latinx millennials. I know. Ew, millennials. Yes, we're gross. I get it. I'm disgusted, okay? Each week, we rotate between three segments called Thoughtful Moment, Entertainment Review, and some science shit. And you are lucky to be here for our science shit week. You might be thinking, bitch, three segments? Like, what the fuck? This is a stoner-esque podcast, okay? Because I'm a fellow stoner. I love the marriage And if you know a stoner, you know that they love to change subjects all the fucking time. And honestly, that's really how my brain works normally. That's why this podcast changes subjects so much because I get really bored if I stick to one subject and I just really wanted to keep myself from being bored. And you know what? We can't be tamed, ho. We multifaceted, multidimensional. We don't take one road, diverge in a yellow wood brick road, bitch. Now, this science shit segment is where I break down some science questions that are either audience submitted or some of my favorite things. And you might be also thinking, science, bitch, that's so fucking random. Like, people don't even find science interesting. And that is the main reason why I wanted to create this science segment, is because I fucking love science. And you rarely see this topic covered anywhere with pop culture. And I cover all sciences, so I don't want to focus on just astronomy or biology or mechanics. I want you to be interested in, like, science as a whole, because, bitch, there is so much interesting things out there and I just hope that I can inspire you to go deeper in this subject and do further readings because I try to make every episode like less than 40 minutes and I just can't cover the history of everything in that amount of time so I hope it inspires you to go look for yourself and I'm here to talk about plants and I'm so fucking excited you guys like this episode has been one of the most exciting scary stressful ones I've ever done because this topic about why bamboo and palm trees are not true trees is a topic I didn't really understand. I saw it on Tumblr. If y'all know me and Leslie, we are big Tumblr people. Not Tumblr famous, but I got one or two followers. I got a few mutuals. I got got a few friends. I got a little community going on. It's nice. But there was a post on there about the Pokemon Executor. And I'm not a big Pokemon fan, so I'm sorry if I get stuff wrong. But I guess every Pokemon is like separated into like a category. I think there's fire Pokemon, water Pokemon, and air. I don't know. <laughs> there's a whole bunch. But um, there is grass Pokemon and Executor. It's inspired by the dragon tree, which is native to Hawaii, which is really cool. And it, you know, it's a tree classified as a grass which is really funny when you think about it because this is like a really popular video game you wouldn't think they would care about scientific accuracy especially if you're talking about mystical creatures that aren't real so i think that's really funny that they did that and got it right because i mean shit educated some people and this tumblr post you know posted that and was just like yeah they're actually not this because of this and i was like wait 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 
And then I was like, bitch, I want to fucking understand why the fuck this isn't a fucking tree. And then like the Tumblr post had like information on it, which I think is based off a study that I found by L.H. Bailey, Palms and their characteristics. I think it's chapter one, Palm Biology in Relation to Horticulture. And I think that the Tumblr post was based off of it because it has a lot of the same information so maybe that's where they got that information but i don't know i really had to dig deep into this topic and really figure out like wait what the fuck is a tree and what the fuck makes something a tree because bitch if you just fucking google what's a tree it's a fucking mess and i really had to do some studying i had to put my big boy hat on and i had to really really get it girl so as a result we have this beautiful episode um i recorded a whole bunch of stuff i think i recorded like almost an hour yesterday but like to be h i was kind of really high and i don't think i was making any sense so i didn't want to do it (laughs) but that's okay because i'm so quirky i have coffee and you know what is really great for me recording is waking up early and then like having coffee and then doing it like i feel like the most quirky and the most crazy because last night it was like 12 o'clock and i was a fucking wreck so I hope you enjoy. I hope you benefit from this because plants are fucking cool and I love plants. And let's jump into this bitch. Now, you may be thinking, Jay, if a palm tree looks like a tree, it's a fucking tree, you dumbass. And yes, you might be right, but fuck you. (laughs) I'm just kidding. No, but the cool thing about science is trying to classify these really diverse living organisms in the world like there's so many types of fucking animals plants bacteria fungus like everything you can think of there is just so many diversified classes of it and as people you know we love putting shit in a box we have to put them into specific categories not only to know what they are but to know where they come from like what the famous Maya Angelou once said if you don't know where you've come from you don't know where you're going true that true that so as As scientists, as humans, we want to know where we come from. We want to document that. We want to have an origin story, you know, like it's very important to a lot of us and I think the majority of us. So, you know, since they've been discovering like species and like dinosaurs and like all these things, they've had to put them in a very specific type of organized criteria because you have to know where these things originate from. So what they use are these things called phylogenetic trees. So a phylogenetic tree is basically where everything starts from. So if you know a tree has its one trunk and then it has all the little branches. So you as a person all came from the trunk of that tree and you as a human are the specific branch that branched off from the big tree of life. Kind of like Avatar. If you guys watch Avatar, not the last airbender because that shit is fucking bomb.com.gov.com fucking edu dot fucking uk dot com dot org dot co uk bitch so i want you to picture this tree of life as like literally an actual tree and the bottom of the whole entire trunk of the tree is where we all started it's the common ancestor between all of us which if you guys don't know and you should everything on this planet including plants fungus bugs fish 
everything you can see with your eyes, I think except for rocks. <laughs> they all have DNA and everyone originated from a single ancestor back in the old timey, like billions and billions of years ago. And there are traits in our DNA that show that we all share some sort of single ancestor. For example, I don't know if you've ever heard this before, but surprisingly, humans and bananas share 50% of their DNA. Can you believe? Like, <laughs> bitch, that's like half. What the fuck? Half of you is a damn banana? What the fuck? And y'all know that bananas don't look nothing fucking like us. So the way that they organize these phylogenetic trees to know exactly where we come from, they have to get this DNA. And every DNA has its own little pairs. So there is like a little spiral thing that looks like a DNA. And every side has a letter, which is A, T, C, G. And only A and T can pair with each other. And then C and G can only pair with each other. So based on this pattern, we can line up all DNA and see where does that pattern change. And it lets us know at what point in our evolution did we branch off into our own thing. And, you know, this has been pretty recent. Like DNA testing was first started around 1983. Like, bitch, my fucking cousins are older than fucking when DNA started. Like, that is insane. It's just so crazy how we didn't have this one technology. And now it's like so important to helping us live everyday lives. You know what I mean? Because even like 23andMe, like that is such a popular DNA testing place where people want to figure out where they come from. And before that, they would just like us, look at something and say, well, that bitch looks like a tree. I guess it's a tree. When a lot of times it could be misleading because if it looks like a tree, doesn't mean it is a tree, which is so fucking crazy with plants. Um, another way that you can investigate these plants is by cutting them open. <laughs> oh dear. What an awkward situation. And when you cut things open, you can see the internal structures and you can actually see a lot of things that don't look the same. That you may think on the outside looks exactly like a tree, but then you cut it open and it doesn't look anything like a tree on the inside. So yeah, there's so many ways that scientists figure out where the origins of our existence came from. And it's really fucking cool. And we're going to talk about the internal structures of a tree and also a palm tree and bamboo tree and why when you cut them open, you can actually see the clear distinction of why they are not the same which is gonna be really fun so let's go into that topic right now Before we start, scientists have everything kind of separated into specific categories, which are a lot. I'm not going to go through all of them, but it's like kingdom, phylum, class, and order. And underneath all of those are subs, whatever. So what that means is that they have everything categorized in like broad characteristics of certain plants and animals that they separate into these specific categories. So I need you to think of the bottom of the main trunk of this tree of life, the big mama, think of that by having seven big branches at the bottom. And those seven kingdoms are where mostly every single organism in the world is placed into one of these seven categories. One of those for us, for people, is animalia. 
and plants are under the category plantae. And then there's um, five other ones, but we're not going to go into those. But basically, that kingdom of plantae is where all plants originate from. And those um, separated into their own classes of plants. And at some point, true trees and grass split off and became their own thing. And to know the difference between a palm tree and a bamboo is that they are called monocots. A monocot is a sub-kingdom of the kingdom plantae. Hope I don't lose you. <laughs> and then true trees like cherry trees, cherry blossoms, chestnut, apple trees, all of these trees are all dicots. So the difference between both of those is a lot. <laughs> but the big reason why grasses are monocots and true trees are dicots is because inside of them, the structure is completely different. So I need you to think of a palm tree and then an actual, like an apple tree, a lemon tree, um, fucking avocado tree, uh, whatever other tree that you can picture in your head right next to each other. So we're going to slice and dice them up. And then once we slice them up, there is one very distinct difference between both of them. And that is true trees have rings and palm trees and bamboo do not have rings. So if you guys remember back in the old timey days in school, or if you're in school now, the tree rings tell you how old the tree is. It shows you where the tree grows and then where it stops growing because of, you know, winter or whatever processes happen to the tree where it stops growing for a little bit. That creates a ring. All of these rings can tell you the age of the tree because every year it adds a new ring onto the tree. So that is adding more layers of wood, making it bigger, stronger, and able to sustain itself. There are trees that live for thousands of years. Like there's one tree specifically is called the, uh, it's called Methuselah and it's an ancient bristlecone tree. And it's one of the oldest known trees and it's literally aged at 4,848 years old. That's fucking old. That is crazy that a tree can survive that long, but these are why trees can live on for thousands and thousands of years because they are able to build more body around them. So when you cut open a bamboo and a palm tree, you don't have rings. You have just a whole bunch of like dots. And every single living plant has piping that get the water and the nutrients from the dirt and the ground, and then the sugars that they photosynthesize from the sun. As you guys know, plants eat the sun, they love sunlight, num num num, and then they turn that into sugar and take that to the rest of the plant. And then the plant takes the water up to the leaves, which need um, the fucking water. I want you to think of one pipe as phloem and one pipe as xylem. And those are the two things that is pumping water up and down the plant to make sure it survives. Now, true trees and palm trees and bamboo have both of these, except true trees also have something called a cambium. And that cambium is what creates the new wood that allows a tree to grow bigger and allows the tree to produce more phloem piping and more xylem piping. So the cambium is the reason why that whole entire tree is able to get fatter and fatter. Now, palm trees and bamboo don't have those. They just have a shit ton of bundled up phloem and xylem piping with no cambium. So that means that 
the palm tree will get to a certain size depending on its species. It will get fatter, but once it reaches its max, it will stop growing. Like it will not keep getting bigger. It won't keep getting wider, but it'll get taller. Which if you see a palm tree, you know that it kind of grows in chunks. You don't like like chunks? No. Like I like like chunky yeah. wedges and yeah. like chunky jewelry, yeah. like chunky guys. Hey. But true trees can grow up, can grow out, can clone themselves. They can add little pups, you know, it's really cool. And trees are really able to maximize their lifespan because they are adding new wood, which means there's more piping of phloem and xylem, which means a plant can take up more nutrients. It can take up more sugars and it's able to increase its size, which is fucking badass. And, and the cool thing about that is that if they get an infection, they're actually able to block that infection, like corner that bitch and make sure it doesn't spread to the rest of the tree. That's why sometimes if you cut trees in half, you can see specks of like dark brown or even black sometimes. That's because the tree got an infection and the tree itself went to that infection, fucking blocked it off and made sure it didn't spread to the rest of it. It kind of does it like, like a pizza, a little pizza cut. So wherever the infection is, like bitch, that tree is dead. Like it's dead. But what it wants to prevent is the whole thing from collapsing. So then that's when the tree puts up like a chemical barrier around that infection, which is fucking badass. And then just keeps growing around it. But palm trees, because they don't have a cambium, because they don't have something inside of them creating new piping, creating new tree, then if it gets damaged, it's fucked. It doesn't have any mechanisms to be able to block out that disease because because the reason that the tree is able to corner this disease and make sure it doesn't spread to the rest of the tree is because the cambium is actually producing chemicals to make sure that that shit does not fucking spread. And a palm tree doesn't have that. So if a palm tree gets hurt, you guys, like, bitch, you're donezos. Like, no happy ending. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of the main reason why... Um, palm trees and bamboo are not like real trees. I know I keep seeing palm trees and keep leaving out bamboo, but essentially bamboo has the exact same thing. It doesn't have a cambium. It just has xylem and phloem. Can you believe? But I think it's so fun to know that this tree is like actively trying to survive. I feel like there's a common misconception of plants that they're just like hanging out and just like they just grow out of nowhere and have no autonomy. And I don't know, dude, I feel like plants really know what the fuck is going on. I don't think that being able to talk, being able to have the same type of thoughts that humans have, I don't think we should impose that onto plants because they're literally nothing like us. But I think it's so cool that they're actively like aware of their surroundings, actively protecting itself, doing things in order to survive, you know, like, oh, I don't know, I just love plants. Okay, I'll wrap it up. I'll wrap it up because I want to keep gushing about plants. Blah, 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 blah. Wrapping it up, wrapping it up. So to finish off this fucking fun ass podcast, plants are fucking cool. Plants are really the coolest fucking organisms in the world. I mean, there's so many different types of plants and I'm so excited to be able to go deeper into plants with you guys later on. I have so many ideas for other plant episodes and I just want you guys to understand their mystical, beautiful existence. And like, they might not have a voice, they might not be able to talk 
or anything, but they carry energy. They are alive. They are trying to survive. They are trying to interact with the environment like i'll do an episode on angiosperms but you know flowering plants they have a beneficial relationship with bugs like their leaves are shaped of the bodies of these bugs so the bugs are easier able to get the food which helps them transfer pollen to other plants like that is fucking crazy some plants only open at night because the bugs that visit them are nocturnal bugs which is a flower at night bitch the fuck you talking about and then there's plants that eat bugs eat animals like that's fucking crazy plants are so fucking cool and they're tricky tricky little bastards because even talking about how palm trees and bamboo trees are grasses and not trees you know i came across a lot of other plants that are just fucking misleading or names that are just like wait what bitch like did you know that a banana tree isn't a tree either it's an herb what the fuck an herb it's more closely related to a fucking basil than a tree that's crazy it's so insane and this is kind of like a random one but garlic if y'all love garlic garlic is an onion it's like out of the onion family and you're over here like wait you don't look like an onion but bitch the fuck it's insane where they come from it's insane the characteristics that they share with other plants and you know my favorite thing is when i go hiking and stuff which i don't do often you know because i'm fat and i burn really easily in the sun but when i do i love pointing things out with you know my friends and showing them like look this is this type of plant look this is the seed or look this is what it's doing or whatever and plants are the most exciting thing in the world and they take care of us they make sure that we have a sustainable environment they take out carbon dioxide from our atmosphere and turn it into oxygen which we fucking love and they just help the planet in ways that people can't imagine you know like if it wasn't for plants and their roots we would just have like a fucking dusty musty windy ass fucking world like these plants hold the dirt down these plants stop floods these plants do things for people that people just don't even realize a lot of the time and you know studies do show that humans are away from plants or separated from plants or are in cities where there is a lack of plants around it affects their mental health which i mean yeah because we need to fucking see that shit why do you guys think that big cities or poor neighborhoods don't have any plants but these rich neighborhoods have a park within walking distance that's intentional like that's what they call environmental racism it's true and we're being hurt in the process and i care about my community and i know that a lot of them don't appreciate plants the way that maybe my grandparents have because you know having plants it's a way for me to connect with like my grandma who passed away and my mom would always tell me like yeah she would wake up every morning and water them and that was like her time and i do that like i get up in the mornings and i water them i talk to them I pick off the dead leaves, I wipe their leaves off, and that helps me feel closer to my grandma, that helps me feel closer to my ancestors that did more with the earth you know before colonization and i don't know plants hold such a deep meaning for me and i'm so happy that i'm able to share this information with you and share these scientific discoveries so that you're empowered and you can go and be like hey bitch guess what palm tree's not a fucking tree it's a grass bam and you know i'm not saying that it's gonna work on a date 
but it would work for me on a date. So why not? Thank you guys. This is it. (laughs) Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening to me ramble. I'm so happy I got to do this. This has been most favorite episodes out of the science ones that I've done so far, mostly because I didn't really understand this subject. I didn't really understand why it wasn't a tree. You know, I told you that it was originally because of the Tumblr post, but the Tumblr post was just like, yeah, it just doesn't have rings and it only has the phloem and xylem. And I'm like, okay, well, where did the rings come from? And is it just the rings? And I'm like, oh, okay, well, what the fuck? Like, how am I supposed to figure this out? So, bitch, I fucking dug everywhere. I found studies. I found scientific journals. I looked up diagrams to try to understand, you know, look up words of cambium. What the fuck is that? And listen to very, no offense, boring science lectures. I was honestly having a really good time. I had so much fun. I was stressed because, you know, I'm like, how am I going to explain something that I'm barely learning and don't have like a fucking proper education, right? Should I have a scientist on to explain it? But I love this stuff and I love learning and I always want to keep expanding my mind and keep learning more. And this was a really fun way to do it. And I can't wait to have more topics where I can study more and learn more because science is so much fun and hope you have fun with me i hope i was quirky through the whole episode it's hard for me to be quirky the whole time because i'm like bitch get this information out there but i'm also like wait be cute you know so like oh my god i'm just kidding anyway so thank you next week we are going to be talking about why skincare is self-care because me and leslie have been on a skincare journey for about four years and it's become a very important meditation for me to do my skincare kind of like how i mentioned that watering my plants helps me be closer to my ancestors not only does it do that but it's a moment for me to just really just not think about anything just wipe this leaf and just wipe it you know, not think about like, oh, bitch, you should be doing this. You should be doing that. Like, no, I'm, I'm in this moment. I have to water this plant. I have to clip off this nasty ass fucking dead leaves. I have to do this. And it's my way of relaxing and, and meditating and escaping this fucking crazy ass world for just a little minute. And for me and Leslie, skincare has been that as well. So we want to talk more about that. So thank you. Please follow the Insta because I will be posting hella science shit and it's going to be crazy. So thank you. Bye-bye.